everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Upside. I'm your host, Keenan Rivals, bringing you sports cards news every day. If this is your first time to the channel, welcome, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. We do this every day, and we take a little bit of a different approach into sports cards. I'm more into the fundamentals. I'm more into the multipliers, and my job is to help you guys kind of see the trends before they happen. Before we get into any news or anything of that nature, I do want to remind you guys that I do have a daily newsletter. If you want the most up-to-date news, if you're not always available to, to listen to the podcast, then definitely sign up. You get a free newsletter every day where I show you some plays. So definitely check that out. There's also a premium side of that where you get access to the Discord and the Sports Cars Pick of the Week, which drops every Wednesday. That's less than a cup of coffee per week. So definitely check that out as well. For those of you who signed up yesterday, shout out to you. I know you're waiting for the Sports Cars Pick of the Week. I'm actually a little bit under the weather. So it's, it's kind of hard for me to get that out. It is dropping this afternoon though. I've already wrote it up. So, you know, I want to apologize to everybody on air. Just, just, I'm the worst when I get sick, man. I'm the, I'm the kind of person where I get sick, where my body tries to fight it off. It tries so hard. And it's like, yo, just, just let me be sick so I can get it over with. So yeah, definitely check this out, guys. I want to thank everybody who supported me yesterday and signed up. And, you know, I want to thank those of you in advance who signed up as well. Getting into some NBA news, not much going on today. You, you guys not rock with the athletic. They came out with their second half rankings. I'm a big fan of rankings. I love reading them. I've always had since I was a kid. This is a fantasy ranking. It's not my favorite. Um, any, any, any ranking list that has LeBron James at 14 probably doesn't have a lot of weight to it. But, you know, if you're into fantasy basketball, it's always good to kind of look at their stuff and see, you know, how that might translate in the sports cards market or, you know, just at a, for a player's performance. So, you know, I'll go through the top 10 with you guys. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, number one guy in the second half fantasy basketball rankings is Nikola Jokic. So obviously, you know, assist, rebounds. He doesn't play defense that well, but assist, rebounds, points. They got him number one. We got Luka Doncic at number two. We got James Harden at number three. A lot of love for James Harden recently. I've seen James Harden high on just about every list that you can think of. At number four, we have your boy Dame Dalla. At five, Stephen Curry. Six, Bradley Beal. Seven, my guy Zach Levine. Eight, Joel Embiid. Nine, Trey Young. And 10, Giannis Antetokounmpo. This list is pretty in-depth. Um, Kevin Durant's at 12. Tatum's at 13. LeBron's at 14. Uh, John Morant, 20. Kyrie, 22. It, it, it goes all the way down to about 180. Um, it, it's, it's, it's pretty in-depth. The last player on the list is Nicholas Batum. So if you're playing fantasy, uh, definitely, definitely don't pick up Nicholas Batum because apparently he's not going to get you that many points. But yeah, again, list doesn't really mean mean too much. Just something interesting to read so you can kind of compare players. If I was looking at this as a sports card investor, for example, I'd probably say, yo, Trey Young's way too cheap right now. But we'll get into that later. Anyway, here, another piece of news was LaMarcus Aldridge is apparently going to part ways with the uh, San Antonio Spurs. So I'm not sure if he's getting bought out. Uh, this, this article is saying that he's going to be in trade talks. I'm not sure who's going to trade for that salary. Um, it's like $24 million. Seems like a lot for LA. Um, apparently, he's looking to maybe go to the Port Portland Trailblazers. There's also news that the Miami Heat might be interested. They're saying a package around where they say Andre Iguodala. Um, where'd that go? Yeah, Kelly Olenek and maybe uh, Myers Leonard. Um, yeah, they probably want to get rid of him. So, yeah. Uh, Marcus Aldridge is probably going to be on the move. I don't think this is going to have any kind of great impact. So I wanted to talk about it. I don't think this is going to be a Blake Griffin thing where, where he gets traded and his cards move up 3X. So I wanted to at least share my opinion on that. I know a few of you, you know, you kind of see that trend and you're like, yo, the next guy who's getting bought out, I'm buying his cards. With that being said, they did talk about Andre Drummond in this article. 
And depending on where Drummond goes, I do think that he could be a guy who can move up. He's part of that 2012 prison class, that iconic class. His cards are probably already undervalued based on his performance. So if you're looking to gamble, that might be the one. Moving into some sports cards news. Yesterday, we saw a 2009-2010 Topps Chrome Stephen Curry rookie sale. This is a BGS 9.5. Um, I did upside auctions as part of my newsletter that I send out every day. I had this card selling for around 25000 and it ended at 20000 And I think a big part of it is due to the horrible centering on this one. So if you kind of look at this on uh, YouTube, you can kind of see left to right. It's just pretty bad. When you zoom in, it doesn't look too, too bad. When you look at it from afar, it, it looks pretty awful. And obviously that has a lot to do with the pricing. So it struck me to ask this question. I do a question of the day every day on Instagram and every day on this podcast. When you're looking at a BGS 9.5 card and you're looking at those sub tiers or those subgrades, obviously you want everything to be a 9.5 or a 10 if possible. But let's just say you have to settle for that one nine. Everything else is a 9.5, but one of those subgrades was a nine. Which one would you rather have it on? Would you rather have it on the centering, the edges, the corners, or the surface? I'll let you guys know what I kind of look for tomorrow, but I want to know what you guys' thoughts are. Where are you settling for with that nine? Moving on to another Stephen Curry car, we saw his 2009 Tops rookie PSA seven sell for $800. No guys, this is not a Kevin Durant plug. I'm not talking about Kevin Durant today. Me talking about this tops PSA seven card that sold for $800 has nothing to do with Kevin Durant's PSA eight tops rookie card that sells for $400. I just wanted to share this with you because I think, uh, I think PSA seven PSA eight PSA nine cards are just going to be big, man. I think there's a lot of opportunity. I was looking at a a certain guy yesterday that I was thinking about investing in. And I'm like, his PSA 10 cards are so hard to find. They're so limited across the board. Yet his PSA 9 cards are just heavily available. Like people are sleeping on those nines, man. Especially when you have a guy who who barely has any 10s. A good example of that is like Nikola Jokic. Like he doesn't have that many 10s. There's not enough 10s to go around. So people might want to start picking up those nines at lower premiums because once people realize they're priced out of the tens or they're locked up in collections, they're going to hit those nines up, those eights up, those sevens up. So just think about that, especially when you're looking at a rare guy or, or, or an expensive player. Those eights and nines are going to be gems. Looking at some more modern stuff, we saw a 2018 Panini Prism Hyper Prism of Luka Doncic sale yesterday. PSA 10 sold for $6,500. I'm a big, big fan of Hyper Prism. I think in the grand scheme of things, it's going to be like the rarest prism of them all, you know, outside of like, you know, sparkle and all of that stuff, but it's going to be heavily sought after. I think right now it's being slept on. I don't, I don't like these print lines. I haven't, I haven't seen too many without the print lines. I'm not sure if that's the thing that the scanner does. I'm not sure if they all have that. I feel like I have seen some really well scanned ones where I didn't see the print lines. I think those are going to be the ones that go for a good amount of money. If you, you know, get a good scanner, you know, I don't know, but th- this is ugly. So I'll, I'll be interested to see, does anybody have any hyper prism? Do they all have those print lines? If so, then I no longer like the card. But if there's some that don't have those print lines, then I love this card because that's going to be a gem. That's going to be hard to find. And that's going to be on the top of every Luca collector's list. Speaking of Luca, again, his uh, Optic Hollow also ended yesterday, PSA 10. And this one sold for $5,650. I'm not going to lie. When I kind of saw that, I thought it was pretty cheap. I'm like, man, that's kind of low for an Optic Hollow Luca. I feel like we're at the point where the Optic Hollow, the Select Silver, and the Prison Silver, they're all kind of like within a $1,000 range of each other. 
I know Lucas Prism Silver is like 8,500. So to see the Optic Hollow go for 5,600, just was kind of alarming to me. So, so much that I did a little bit of research on it. And, you know, my thoughts were confirmed. If you see here, like in December, kind of when I was paying attention to Luca, his Prism Silver was going for about $8,350. And then his Optic Hollow was selling for $7,711, which means over the course of three months, this card has dropped 26% in value. Now, in my, my opinion, Luca hasn't done anything to deserve this kind of drop. Um, maybe people just aren't feeling Optic anymore. You know, I think Select's kind of taken over. Optic's kind of moved into that third row. And yeah, it, it's it's the only Luca, you know, silver or hollow card that's down. But uh, yeah, being down 26% just, just seems crazy to me. And this is actually, this one actually sold a little bit higher than the previous one. The previous one sold for $5,000. $120. So not saying it's a good time to buy Optic Hollow of Luca, but I am saying that that just seems relatively cheap to me. Um, with that being said, the Select Silver hasn't really sold recently, and, and that one went for $4,475. So I'm, I'm just in a space where I feel like Luca's Silvers and Hollows are, are too cheap, man. They, they should be around the price of his Prism Silver. There's no reason that that Select Silver shouldn't be $6,500. But you know, that's just my opinion. I'll, I'll continue to do research on that and, you know, provide my thoughts as, as I find out more information. Speaking of select silvers, another great segue here. Zion Williamson's courtside silver BGS 9.5 sold for $5,966. I thought that was a lot of money for that card. Um, but, I, you know, I looked into this some more research and yeah, Zion's moving up. So fairly priced. If, if you did like a, a multiplier method on this one, that would make the PSA 10 of this card worth about 10 or $12,000, which I initially thought was high because I remember, you know, Trey Young's card selling for $6,689. Back when I was keeping up with Trey Young and Zion, they were kind of moving for the same price point. You know, they were kind of like selling for the same, you know, whenever a Zion card would sell, Trey Young would be right under his. And you can kind of see these like little trends right here. So yeah, that's no longer the case anymore. Zion's blowing Trey Young out the water. Looks like I should keep up with this stuff a little bit more. And Trey Young's cars are just down, 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 down. I'm talking 16%, 20%, 30%. His prison PSA 10 is down 36% over the last three months. You know, his his prison silver can be purchased for $1,750. That puts that puts Trey Young in the Jamal Murray category. That puts Trey Young in the yeah, I think just Jamal Murray. Everybody else is more expensive. So I, I, I don't know. I think Trey Young's too cheap, man. I don't think that he deserves this type of decline. I'm not saying that he needs to be moving up. I'm not saying that he couldn't dip a little bit. But I think 30% is a little absurd. That's just my opinion, though. When I look at this chart, one thing I do find interesting is the price of the, the select cards of these guys. Every other Trey Young card is just like being crushed by Zion. You know, if you look at the prism, Zion's prism is $692. Trey Young's Prism is $398. If you look at the Prism Silver, Zion's Prism Silver is $4,700. Trey Young's Prism Silver is $1,750. So when I start looking at the Select and the Select, you know, Silvers, I'm like, why isn't Zion much higher than Trey Young there? With that being said, after looking at this data, it does make me feel like, okay, some of these Zion cards are also underbought. You know, if the Prism Silver and the Prism Base is going to be substantially higher than Trey Young's, then that needs to be the same thing for the Select and the Select Silver. There's no reason why the select cards should be going for the same amount of money, but the prism cards are double in price. So yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a gem for you guys there. With that being said, not all Trey Young cards are down. Yesterday, his prism blue ice, one of my favorite cards of all time, 
BGS 9.5, True Gym 9.5 is across the board. So for $5,933, this card's number 1099. In my opinion, it's one of the most heavily sought after rookie cards from the 2018 draft. So yeah, if you got a player you're looking at, if you're looking to invest in like Lonnie Walker or some up and coming, maybe you think Landry Shaman's going to break out. I don't know. Look at his blue ice. Those cards are gems. If, if, if those players get any close to kind of good, their blue ice is going to go for a lot of money. Another good example is like Kevin Herter. You know, if he can figure it out, his blue ice might be a steal right now. What else do we have here? Looking at oh, Brandon Ingram. So Brandon Ingram's going to be the last card we look at today. Um, yesterday, his optic orange BGS 9.5, uh, serial number to 199. So for $305, big Brandon Ingram fan. We don't talk about him enough. He had a lot of hype last year and he kind of took a dip since then, but he's still doing pretty well. Um, this card is going for $305. It's a pretty good value, in my opinion. I actually included the PSA 10 version in the morning bins. It was listed at $500. And I'm probably going to put it back there today. If the BGS 9.5 is going for $300, I think grabbing the PSA 10 at $500, if you're a Brandon Ingram fan, is, is a pretty solid deal considering most PSA 10s like crush BGS 9.5s. But yeah, that's it for the show, guys. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. Kind of, you know, tried to give you a gem with that Zion. If you signed up for the newsletter yesterday, thank you once again. Sports Cards Pick of the Week is dropping this afternoon. I'm going to go take some medicine so I can feel better and get some rest. If you haven't already, shoot me a follow on Twitter. I'll probably be tweeting all day since I'll be laying in bed. And don't forget to hit me up on Instagram as well. You're going to see that Sports Cards uh, Pick of the Week get posted as well as the question of the day. So let's go over there, shoot me a follow, start engaging, all that good stuff. Thanks for watching. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.